0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: AstroLine. 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 Carbock Brewing Company presents Sports Talk 790 AstroLine. AstroLine the official off-season show of Astros Baseball. Go, Astros! This is where we talk about your Astros. Join the show, post your questions and comments on social media. Just be sure to hashtag AstroLine.
2: That ball
1: is gone! Go
3: Astros! See you later!
1: Live from Pluckers Wing Bar on Shepard, Sports Talk 790 AstroLine starts Now, now, now. We welcome you to Astroline
4: from downtown Houston, 1400 Shepherd Street. Pluckers is the site of tonight's broadcast. We have a good crowd here. As I am Todd Kowalsz alongside Bill Brown, and we have the Shooting Stars, the Shuttle Crew. Danny Ferris is here getting some questions through social media. Lauren Blackwell is in the house. She is both gathering questions from the crowd and also. We're gonna have some raffles during the commercials because our special guest tonight. One of the reasons we have so many people here, the one and only George Springer. George, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking some time out of your off season and tell us how it's been so far in the 2018 and the 2019 off season.
0: Ooh, um, it's been good. It's it's uh, it feels like it's been short, uh, like it always does. But I've gotten a chance to relax and kind of let the body rest, the mind rest, and and now we've got about a month left before we head out and, and start playing again.
5: It hasn't been quite as short as last year's offseason,
0: but still fairly short going to the ALCS again.
5: Um, how much of a difference did that make for you after the World Series to have that real short time? And then what kind of a toll did it take on your body last season?
0: Yeah, um, I think, you know, for, for the first time, having that shorter off season, kind of not having... The chance to let your body rest and 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 to let your mind rest. I th- I, I think it it really kind of caught up in about May and June when when you're sitting there and you you you're just like wow we have been we've only been playing for a month and a half and and we still have a hundred something to go but you know kind of understanding now that that's the best way to have it you know a a, a short off seasons mean that you had a a successful year, whether you win the World Series or not, that means that you played in October and, and, and had a, a chance to kind of extend your year. Um, but having gone through it now for the second year, yeah, I mean, we had an extra week, I guess. Um, yeah. You know, that's about it. But kind of understanding how to, how to maneuver around, you know, essentially an 8- to 10-week offseason as opposed to a 12-week offseason is, is, uh, is huge for me.
4: I've got to think for you personally, it seems different, not just because you didn't play that extra week, because this time last year, we're almost on the one year anniversary, you and Shar being married. Oh, man.
0: Yeah, that was uh, that added about actually I was it that probably took off about five years of my life (laughs) with all all that stress of, you know, obviously I planned everything. I had to do everything. Um, I'm kidding. I did nothing. I know. I literally did nothing. I just showed up on the date. Not even the music? I picked out the music, but even, even then I, 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 you know, still had some strict guidelines that I had to follow. Um, but, yeah, you know, obviously um, adding that, that in there and then we moved and just a crazy hectic offseason, but a, uh, a great offseason last year, obviously coming off the World Series win. And coming off a World Series MVP, <laughs> that's, uh, that's not too bad either. Not
4: at
5: all. Yeah, and, George, uh, now that you look forward to this coming season, it seems like a lot of the dominoes
0: haven't fallen yet, so it's kind of hard to analyze teams right now, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's This is, uh, you know, the the funny thing about the offseason, with all the stuff that happens and you know, all the guys that sign get traded, um, you know, go other places, you, you always see that on paper teams are always built to, to succeed, and there's always things that, you know, you're like, okay, this team's going to be very, very good this year. But then the human element of the game pops up and injuries happen and guys underperform, guys overperform. Um, you have a division where three teams win 100 games. You you, you can never truly uh, gauge how you're going to be until I, I think about the all-star break is when you you, you kind of have an idea of, of you know who you are. It's going to be a little different
4: this year, I would think. You started your career at the big league level in 2014 and now three of the last four years you've been in the postseason. But you have shown up in spring training, whether it's been Kissimmee or West Palm Beach, with a Dallas Keiko, with a Marwin Gonzalez, and those guys were the staple from the lean years all the way through the World Championship. Have you thought at all about it being a little different this year going in?
0: Yeah. um, You know, obviously those guys are are, are very instrumental to to our success over the last few years, and, and, you know, we'd love to have them all back, obviously, Um, but sometimes that's not how it works, And, and Potentially for those guys to not be around, it'll be different. You know, Keichel is is a great dude. He's 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 loud. He likes to have fun. He kind of enjoys the spring. Uh, the same thing from uh, for Marvin Gonzalez. So it's 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 tough. You know, obviously Charlie Morton signed up with the Rays, which is you know he he's a great friend of mine. You know, he's he's uh, not not a lot of people who really kind of. Get to know him. Uh, he is one of the funniest guys I, I think I've ever met. Um, so yeah, it, it, it'll without be without trying little, to be funny, right? right. He, he, he's he's just funny by accident, which is <laughs> which is why he's so funny. Um, so yeah, you know, having those guys potentially not be around after they've been around for a long time, um, you know, it'll be tough to to see their locker with a different name on it or or empty. It just it's uh, just depends on how you look at it.
5: Michael Brantley seems to be a very good addition to this lineup. How do you see it?
0: Oh, great, man. You know, that, that's a guy, um, professional hitter in my eyes. You know, he, he's, he's a, a tough out. I don't think in, in, in my short time playing against him that, that I've seen him give at-bats away. Um, he seems to be the guy that when there's somebody on base or the job has to get done, or you need somebody on base. He seemed to be, be the guy that was right in the heart of that, and to add him onto our team with our, you know, with our guys now, I, I, I th- think and I hope it'll be special. Um, I know, you know, he's got the talent to be as great as he wants to be. Um, you know, hopefully our guys like myself and Alex and you know, Jose Correa, Josh Reddick can 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 kind of help him do his job and make his job easier on him by just getting on base and, and letting that man work. Do you have to teach
4: him the Fortnite celebration dance after <laughs> victories? <laughs> or is that, I, is that something that is kind of organic and changes year to year?
0: Uh, man, I don't know what we're going to do. The Fortnite dance, it worked up until, I mean, it worked all year. <laughs> uh, I think the best part about every year, something different always pops up. But the good news about Fortnite is something different pops up like every other day. So <laughs> you could possibly come from there. Um, we'll have to kind of teach them how we do some things out there. But it's, it's, uh, it's, it's really not that hard. All, all it is is fun and, and uh, you know, just play hard and enjoy the game.
5: George, how about spring training? Uh, when you get a heavy load of games at bats, all the, all the extra work you do, you have to feel that you're, you're ready before you need to be probably in spring training. How do you look at it this year? Is it any different this year?
0: Uh, no. You know, I, I, I think one of the biggest things as a, a position player is kind of trying to manage your workload and, and, and kind of understanding that spring training is pushing you for the first of the year and then it's, you know, on from there. So I don't need to be, you know, in, in first of the year shape in spring training um i need to use those five to six weeks to prepare myself even more to play so yeah you know obviously the off season is meant for preparing your body for a full year but you need to make sure that you take the time and and in spring training and really kind of get the stuff in done that that you have to get done but really trusting aj and and kind of letting him kind of map out the schedule for you you know I've, i've I've had to learn as, as a player, you know, when he, to, to, you know, he, he, he takes you out of the game or he says, hey, like, you're off today or down or you're playing all nine. You, you, you kind of just have to do what he says, you know, and, and, and kind of not argue about it because spring training is spring training. It's, you're not supposed to be, you know, 1,000% in spring training. You're supposed to be 1,000% for March 28th. Spring opener just 37 days away. You can make your plans now to see your Houston
4: Astros in action as the 2019 spring training schedule gets underway. February 23rd at the 15 Ballpark at the Palm Beaches. For the best way to experience Florida, visit thepalmbeaches.com. You mentioned uh, offseason and Fortnite, and certain guys are on social media a lot. You happen not to be one of them, <laughs> so it's hard to follow you. But Lance is basically streaming every night about his Fortnite games. Alex Bregman's taking his... Insta game to a whole new level, but uh, do you, are you a guy who only plays Fortnite during the season? Or you keep in touch with some of the guys during the off season? Because um, it's only it's kind of a new bonding uh, mechanism throughout
0: baseball. It used to be like fantasy football would keep guys talking, but now Fortnite. It season. becomes a way to hang out with somebody without actually having to hang out with them. You just kind of <laughs> you kind of just play PlayStation or Xbox or whatever it is, and you talk about whatever it is you talk about you die in the game and then you play again and then you're like, all right, dude, I'm out. Like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big social media guy, obviously. Um, so I don't know what it is that they do or how they do it, but yeah, I I think it's, it's, uh, it's kind of a way of just hanging out with with each other and not really hanging out. I, I play it all the time, uh, especially in season, just because I, I like to hang out after the game and kind of let my brain go blank and kind of, you know, slow myself down. Um, the offseason, I try not to play it as much as I probably would in season, um, just so I, I don't get into trouble by Char. Uh, but I still play up with all my friends from back home and and, uh, and some eyes on the team. Inside the Astros
4: clubhouse, who would be at the top of the toughest Fortnite players? Like bad or good? Best. Well, let's go both ways. Uh, go both who's, who's probably the worst yeah. Fortnite player? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I probably have to throw myself in there. Uh Tony Sip was the medic. He would hold on all the uh, the stuff, but he, he was fun to play with because he makes you laugh. Uh, the best, the best, uh, probably Lance or Carlos because they're um, on it all the time. Jake is is actually surprisingly really good. Bregman goes rogue Why you say on you. Surprisingly good. Uh, just because I don't know, it's Jake. He's just kind of like he's just good at he's like he's just good at kind of everything he does. And then all of a sudden he's like, hey, let's go play Fortnite. And then next thing you know. It's like he's been playing way longer <laughs> than everybody else has. Um, Bregman goes rogue on you, so he's ca- kind of hard to play with because he just kind of ends up in a, a one area and then he's dead. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm over here. So you, you just <laughs> – it's, it's, uh, it's always fun with guys like that.
4: More with George Springer. We'll talk
0: about the 2017 season when we come back. We're going to flash
4: back to a moment in the celebration you won't want to miss with Steve Sparks interviewing George after the World Series. All that coming up as Astroline presented by the Carbach Brewing Company continues from Pluckers
1: after this on the Houston Astros Radio Network. The offseason is here, and that means it's the perfect time for talking baseball over a great beer. Conversations with agents, with players, and other teams. So pop open a Love Street Blonde or Hopadillo IPA and discuss all of the hot stove wheeling and dealing.
2: Astroline. Astroline presented by Carbach Brewing Company. That's certainly what we want to
1: hear. And if you're looking for a great place for a cold one, Head on over to Carbock Brewing, where we're open seven days a week for lunch, dinner, and of course, some great brews. So crack one open, but cold locally brewed Carbock. Carbock Brewing, proud supporter of the Houston Astros.
3: With plenty of player interaction and warm weather, spring training is something every baseball fan needs to experience. So... see you to West Palm Beach and see your Houston Astros in action at the 15 Ballpark of the Palm Beaches. While you're here, don't miss our 20 craft breweries and 47 miles of beautiful beaches. Start planning your trip at thepalmbeaches.com for the best way to experience Florida.
4: We welcome you back to Astro Line tonight from Pluckers. Wing House right here at Shepherd Street, downtown Houston. Todd Callis, Bill Brown, George Springer. We were just talking during the break about the excitement level for Houston Astros baseball, not only going into 2019, but especially what happened at the end of the 2017 season. The guy to my left had the World Series MVP award. The team was celebrating its first ever world championship. And afterwards, one of the great moments in radio history in Houston (laughs) Astros baseball is when Steve Sparks goes into the victorious clubhouse. And here is Sparky playing the role of Will Ferrell, playing the role of Frank the Tank, interviewing the World Series MVP after 2017.
2: George Springer, MVP. I'm not gonna lie, George, your fiance predicted. You're the MVP. How do you stand on the stage and say, yeah, I'll take this trophy as the
0: MVP? With extreme joy. to see what our team has done all year, man. This is—I wouldn't be in, in, in this position without my teammates. you so. me?
2: Hey, how Are about you your me? manager,
0: Jake Marusic? Just gave you a an
2: aggressive hug. Let's I'll just say. I'll
3: give him a kiss if you want. I'll give him a kiss right now. Give him a little kiss. Give him a
2: kiss. Give him a little kiss. Turn around. Wow. That was a kiss on the ear, and George was repulsed. George was repulsed. One thing, real quick. AJ, sticking up for you. 0 oh, for 4 with four punches in the first game, then you went off. Dude, you went off. How does, that, how does that feel? I mean, I talked to your fiancé before the game today, and she said, my man is a stud. I said, you know what? I kind of believe that, yeah. and I like that.
0: Yeah, you know, I I, I love A.J. You know, I, I'm, I'll run through a wall for that guy. And, he's and a cool guy, right? He's a great guy. And, you know, for him to have my back after, obviously – a tough stretch who cares it one day i don't i don't care about anything that just happened except we're bringing home a, a trophy to houston don't you hate answering that stuff yeah but you know what world After series center it says world series champion he's pointing at
2: world series champ hey george i talked to your dad in the hotel lobby today i said hey man george is going off and he said you know what i'm not kidding George only cares about his team. He doesn't care about his stats, and that's the way
0: he's always been.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I don't care.
0: I don't care at all. I, I literally could care less about my numbers. It's it's, it, it's about this. It's about the 25-plus guys that are in that clubhouse. It's about the city that has been behind us. It's, this is what, what it's about. Last thing, George, retro
2: jersey. You got to blow that crap up. I, yeah. Retro jersey, Sports Illustrated. Yeah. 2017 Houston Astros champ. Unbelievable,
0: right? Yeah, you, that's I, been over your head forever. I tell you what, I'm going to shake that guy's hand. Yeah. I am going to shake that guy's hand and tell him to go buy a, 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 a lotto ticket because that's impressive. But this is, this is crazy. It's
2: unbelievable. George, you're one of the favorite guys I've ever been around. Thanks a lot, and uh, congratulations. Unbelievable, well-deserved. Thank you. That is radio gold right there.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and one day, Steve Sparks talked to your then-fiancé, now-wife, Char, your dad, George, and you. What, does that bring back memories of, of what the scene was like and, and Sparky's craziness?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, there's, that was a time where I, I, I don't think I'll ever be able to put it into words for people um, how much fun that was, um, the experience that you get in the clubhouse. I mean, that, that's... That's what you, you you dream of as a player. That's what you dream of as a kid out 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 in your backyard. And and for that to become a reality, um, I think is obviously something special. But I think I can agree with with this, and and I'm sure a lot of our guys were to to bring home a championship to a city that so desperately needed it, so de- desperately deserved it. Um, meant more to us than I think any, any fan, any person, any former player will ever know. Um, that was such a special time for me individually, but I think for the city as a whole, for, for our team to have to go through the gauntlet of Boston, New York, L.A., um, to have our backs up against the wall a couple times, um, and for us to come out of that on top was, was something special, and, and uh, I'm never going to forget it.
5: George, in the hours after Game One of the World Series, and leading up to Game Two, what was going on with George Springer?
0: Oh, do you want me to lie, or do you want no, the truth? No, we, <laughs> we want, we're
5: here to get the truth from George Springer.
0: Um, the truth of the matter was, as you know, the player. I was shocked to, to be completely honest. I, I, you know, the biggest stage in my life. How do you go out and do that? Like, just put the ball in play, George. Like it's. It sounds so easy to do until you get there and and you know I was I was sitting with my with with my fiance at the time and, and my dad and and my agent my mom and dad were there whatever the case and and he told me to forget about it. It's not a big deal. I could have gone 0 for 4 with, with four fly out of the track and it would have been the same thing as 0 for 4 with not flying out of the track. <laughs> um but I knew that there was other games to be played and that game one isn't going to define me and it's not going to define our team. So I need to turn the page and quick because what's going to happen tomorrow is I'm going to stand in the box against uh, I believe it was Hill and I'm going to be the first guy to go up there and I can't beat down on myself. Yeah, I'm sure everybody knew what happened the night before. I did for sure. Um, And then I walked and it was like I can do it. Like, I can get to first base. I can put the ball in play, whatever the case. Uh, but that, that was a night where I had to learn to just, you know, they always say, turn the page, turn the page. There's always another day. And that, that was a night where, I, where I, I was forced to turn the page.
4: And nobody in the history of the game of baseball – even after that game one start has had more extra base hits or more total bases in a World Series <laughs> than George Springer.
0: Yeah, wow. I know. Um, you know, it's, it's just – it just shows you the craziness of sports and how, you know, things can go completely against you for X amount of days, at-bats, games, whatever the case, and then all of a sudden you can just show up the next day and do what you think you know how to do and, and – um. For it to, you know, obviously to to have the first game that I had is not ideal. I don't I don't ever think you you would want to draw that up and say I'm gonna punch out four times and I, and then I'm gonna do this. I think you'd want to just do it from start to finish. But it made me better. I think it 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 kind of made me challenge myself and say, you know what, it's not about me. I need to go out there and find any way that I can to help our guys win to help us win. And and I'm glad I was able to. Uh, to contribute, one of the things I admire and enjoy watching you day to day the most is that
4: you play with a joy and a passion, and you play with a sense of fun that not, you don't always see in the major leagues. And I remember one my favorite part of the, one of my favorite parts of that 2017 MLB video after uh, the World Series was you and Jose. You changed the words to "I believe I can fly" to "I believe I can hit." I believe I can hit. That's it. <laughs> and that was that was going into the game too. And I know that. You, it's, it's not easy to play the game and enjoy it at the same time. Some guys struggle with that. They're, they, they lock in. They, they're so serious during the game. Where did you develop that? I think you, you met Tory Hunter as a young man, and he was a guy that kind of enjoyed playing the game. Did you just develop Is that just part of your
0: personality? Um, I think it's a, a combination of a lot of things, you know. Um, but I... I it's kind of hard to pinpoint it. Um, I've kind of always been that way It's kind of enjoy the day, enjoy the game, have fun. And then at the end of the day, you know, go home. But I think for me, it's kind of having an understanding of baseball is truly just a game. There, there's, there's so much more to life than a, than a nine plus inning game of baseball. Um, now I'm also very aware that it's provided me with every opportunity I've had. And, and, a lifestyle that I wouldn't change for of the world but um you know there's 24 hours in a day and I'm only a baseball player for five to six hours a day you know who are you the other time and and it's kind of really taught me to enjoy the game and and you know go out and kind of understand that I, <laughs> my job is to go play a sport um I don't I, it's that's kind of the best way I, I can describe it and, and if I can enjoy what I do playing on the team that I play on with the guys that I play with in front of the crowds that we we play at, at home especially. I mean, this is the best fan base in the world, I think. Um, then I'm doing something wrong. Um, so I, I need to learn to to kind of enjoy it. Yeah, there's going to be ups and downs, and there's going to be goods and bads, and, and you're going to be high one time, and you're going to be low. But you, you – You kind of just have to stay even-keeled and enjoy the game, and then at the end of the day, just go home and start all over again the next day.
5: The turn the page, you explained it really well, but compare that to, if you will, maybe taking a bad swing for strike two in an at-bat. You're kind of turning the page there to put that bad swing out of your mind, or coming up for the fourth time in a game. You're still doing that same thing, but the game is moving quickly as you turn the page, right?
0: Yeah, you know, I, I... I think one of the things that kind of goes unnoticed about hitters is what's happening from pitch to pitch. What's happening while we're just kind of standing there and the bat's moving around, or I call time for a reason. That, that you know, there's a lot of thought process that's that's happening into every pitch. And if I take a bad swing, you know, hopefully I'm, I'm just lucky enough to either a miss it or b foul it off because then I I know I get another chance. Um, I think for hitters, it's hard. When you screw up and it's an out, and over this o- over the span of you know five, six, seven hundred at bats, you're g- gonna have those at bats where you kind of you just have a lapse in focus, or or you you just you know you just have a bad at bat. At-bat. Um, it's about you know how you you know kind of reduce that. You know I think AJ tells me all the time that. It doesn't matter how you start; it's how you finish. Um, so I can go out there and have as bad of a first three at bats as I can, but in the ninth inning, I gotta forget about those three at bats because I can, I can hit up a broken bat bleeder to win the game. So you have to kind of stay in the moment and and do what the game asks of you. So if 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 I'm not you know if I'm not having a great day at the plate, go make a play out in the outfield or you know steal a base or walk or Get hit by a pitch. Do anything that you can to to contribute. So it's it's you know to turn the page or from the good as well. You know you, you don't get hung up on 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 the good or the bad. George Springer, our special guest tonight. When
4: we come back, we will talk about his special relationship with his manager AJ Hinch. Hey, some good news coming up the Diamond Dreams Gala, which is a week from tomorrow. Featuring Earth, Wind, and Fire at Minute Maid Park, there are still seats available. They are $50 for the concert only. Originally, the concert only seats were going to be at the club level, but now they've moved those seats to the main concourse. You're a little closer to the main stage there for Earth, Wind, and Fire, and all proceeds will go to the Astros Foundation benefiting New Hope Housing. You can purchase tickets at astros.com slash gala. That is one week from tonight at Minute Maid Park, the Diamond Dreams Gala. We'll have more from our hot stove show, the Houston Astros. It is Astro Line presented by Carbach Brewing Company, live from Pluckers at 1400
1: Shepherd. Back with more after this. The off-season is here, and that means it's the perfect time for talking baseball over a great beer. Conversations with agents, with players, and other teams. So pop open a Love Street Blonde or Hopadillo IPA and discuss all of the hot stove wheeling and
2: dealing. Astro Line. presented by Carbock Brewing Company. That's certainly what we want to hear.
1: And if you're looking for a great place for a cold one, head on over to Carbock Brewing, where we're open seven days a week for lunch, Dinner and, of course, some great brews. So crack one open,
2: but cold, locally
1: brewed Carbach. Carbach Brewing, proud supporter of the Houston Astros.
3: With plenty of player interaction and warm weather, spring training is something every baseball fan needs to experience. So, see you later to West Palm Beach and see your Houston Astros in action at the 15 ballpark of the Palm Beaches. While you're here, don't miss our 20 craft breweries and 47 miles of beautiful beaches. Start planning your trip at thepalmbeaches.com for the best way to experience Florida.
4: One. This ball's crushed to left field and well. George Springer absolutely matches that pitch to left field for a three-run home run and the Astros out
2: early
5: 5-0. Got a new party deck out there in left field called the Treehouse, and he was trying to bring
6: it down. Man, oh man. Yeah.
5: Estimated 462 feet.
4: 462. George bidding for his fifth hit. Pinder knocks it down and George has a five-hit game. Five for five for Springer.
5: Angriest man in the
4: ballpark is walking to the batter's box right now. <laughs> Al Tube's like, How can you have two before I have Every one? Towards the middle. There it is. Six hit game for George Springer. The first Astro since the first year of the Houston Astros when Joe Morgan did it. Congratulations, George. <laughs> Record setting night. Thanks to AT&T Sportsnet for those highlights. We welcome you back to Astro Line. Todd Callis, Bill Brown, and the man who had a six-hit game this year in Oakland. I guess technically last year now is 2019. George Springer joins us. Uh, I thought the best moment of that night was Altuve's reaction, not only on the bases, but in the post-game uh, locker room in the clubhouse when he mentioned <laughs> uh, he's just, like, so excited for you. He couldn't believe because he's never – as good as Jose Altuve
0: is, he's never had a five-hit game and I will hold that against him until he does it. <laughs> I, there's not much I can hold over that guy's head. I mean, he gets 300 hits a year, um, but I will, I will remind him that I've got that and he doesn't up until he probably gets about three of them this year. That
4: was such a great day because not, not only did you have the five hits and then you got your sixth hit and you matched the Astros record, as you heard with uh, Joe Morgan, but it was a blowout game, and AJ's pulling guys out. And he kept you in. He wanted to see if you could make history. And you're kind of joking back and forth with AJ. You're standing in the outfield like Jake's coming in for Josh, and they'd already <laughs> taken Marwin out. And that that doesn't happen often with player and manager. You guys have a really special relationship.
0: Yeah, you? I was. I was. Uh, it's, I mean, at that point in time, I I had had five hits, which was like I'm just happy for five hits in a series. I had had five hits in a game, so I was kind of like, man, I don't I don't want to screw this up, like. So I'm kind of messing around them, and and uh, I'm kind of like getting my bat slowly out of the bat rack in Oakland, and and kind of looking at him like, like, am I gonna hit again? Like, are you gonna l- let me know if I'm gonna hit? And he looks at me and he's like, on deck, go on deck. <laughs> I'm like, I'm on deck. He's like, yeah, you're going for it. It's like, all right, I guess I'm I'm gonna go for it, <laughs> and ended up getting the six hit. And and what's actually funny about that was Verlander from about the triples of the cycle short so it was probably like my third or fourth at bat was just on my case about like it doesn't matter where i hit this ball i have to run until they tag me like <laughs> i have to get to third yeah. i got to do whatever i can so my last at bat i remember it i tried going deep i missed and i was like i can't do this this is just bad i looked over at verlander and he was smiling with his thumbs up <laughs> um but yeah man that's that's uh i've got a pretty good relationship with aj you know i i can I can speak to him. He can speak to me. Um, he's chewed me out before. I haven't really gotten a chance to chew him out. Um, <laughs> I don't really think I'll ever do that. But he's, you know, he's, he, he's, uh, he's been there for me. Um, you know, He obviously had my back in, in, in the playoffs in 2017. And, and uh, you know, he makes it fun to play every day. And it's, I'm, uh, I'm blessed to, to, to play for a manager like that, you know, who, 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 who just honestly asks for all you do is play the game the right way and, and, and play hard. George, uh, some
5: of the catches you make are truly outstanding and amazing, especially the diving catch you make on a ball coming in. Is that the most difficult type of play
0: for you? Um, yeah. I mean, as you saw in the World Series, it, it, if you miss, you you look bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I actually I actually prefer the ball coming in um, because I can see what the ball is gonna do. I, I have a r- really good a line of sight of if the ball's sinking, if it's cutting, if it's starting to rise. So it's, it makes it easier on 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 me because I, I can actually position my body. If I go into a dive with my hand out, you know, glove up, I may be able to position my body where if it skips and I, it, I happen not to get it, it's going to hit me in the shoulder or – the head, whatever the case <laughs> and the ball's going to stay in front of me yeah um, but yeah I, I actually l- like those plays I, I actually think they're easier um, than any of the plays going east to west
5: how much of your gymnastics training when you were young plays into your body control now
0: um, you know what I didn't even think about that up until the people started to say it but I, 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 I believe it it has a lot to do with it you know because i've i felt like that there have been times where i should have hurt myself way more that than i do on plays or um i've actually seen highlights of where i'm diving and as i'm about to catch the ball i kind of start to maneuver my body to to lessen the impact of the ground or the wall or marwin whatever it is <laughs> um so i i i think it it's definitely played a big role in me kind of understanding what, what my body can and cannot do. Lauren Blackwell in the house. She's, of course, the host you see at Minute Maid Park. Also does work for AT&T
4: uh, Sportsnet. What do you have for us from the crowd?
6: Yeah, George, there's lots of kids here tonight. They have some All fun right. questions for you. They want to know, Caden wants to know, what would your job be if you were not a baseball player?
0: Oh, man, that is a good one. Um, I love kids. I love kids. I love, I love being outdoors, so I'm going to go out and say that I, I would be a coach or I, I would, it would be something with, 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 with uh, kids because I, I just think that kids are the best thing ever. Um, they're obviously the future of our world, so any way that I could impact them and, and kind of get some joy out of it at the same time, that's probably what I would do.
6: We've got one more for you. Kristen wants to know, who is your favorite athlete outside of baseball?
0: Ooh. Um, we're, we're watching That's Patriots porn. highlights. Right, right as, yeah. as we watch <laughs> the Patriots highlights over there. Um, I think what LeBron James does is, is incredibly special. Uh, I think guys like J.J. Watt, the stuff that they're able to do, you know, he's able to do um, is special. So I, I, would, I would, would say that it's a combination of a J.J. Watt and LeBron James because the athleticism that they have to have to be that big and that strong and that fast and what they do is, is uh, incredible.
4: Thanks for the questions, Lauren. I also have one kind of along the same lines as, as kids with advice. Uh, I asked some people on Twitter about what they would ask you if they were co-hosting, and so Bill and Pat and Sheds and Fins will kind of morph their two questions. Best drill for a high school outfielder, either footwork or tracking, or any advice you have for young Athletes who want to become a Major League Baseball player. Ooh,
0: Okay, so the best drill I would say um, would be during batting practice to shag as if it was game seven of the World Series and you have to make a play because what's going to eventually happen is you're going to start to teach yourself the footwork it takes to get to certain balls, the angles that it's going to take, um the precision it takes to catch a, a fly ball cuz it's, it's not as easy as it looks just the b- ball will m- move on you the 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 elements will will mess with it so kind of understanding w- what the ball does off the bat plus you know you, you you can you can uh you can hear the sound of the bat and kind of understand all right like that that ball sounded like it was hit well um i got to go get it so i would say you know power shagging and batting practice uh, is probably the best drill that I I do, I, I like the most. Um, and then the best advice I could give, this is going to sound really, really cliche, is just have fun. Yep. Um, you got to have fun. You got to enjoy this game. You know, the, the the higher up you go, obviously the harder the game b- b- becomes. So you want to simplify things. You know, you, you don't want to complicate it even more than it already is. So you got to have fun. Um, you got to have hard work. You got to be disciplined you, you have to understand who's good for you what's good for you um, you know if 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 your friends are out there doing stupid things you got to remove yourself from that situation um, understanding who's gonna have the positive impact on your life and who's not because at the end of the day most people only have their best interest in mind um, that they're not going to have yours so you have to have your own back as as a kid, and and kind of understand that you got to have some luck. There, there, there definitely is some luck, but um, hard work, to discipline, and and uh, and having some fun.
4: Not many people have more fun than George Springer playing the game of baseball. So appreciate you being here. Also, we didn't get to this, but we so appreciate the work you do per se. That's an incredible organization, and you have become. Uh, such a beacon and for a lot of kids. So thank you for that. Thank you. And thanks for joining us today. We Absolutely. Look... All right, George Springer, Absolutely, everybody, guys. on Astro Line. We have one more break. When we come back, we will talk a little golf, the Houston Open with Giles Kimmy, right after this.
1: The off season is here, and that means it's the perfect time for talking baseball over a great beer.
4: Conversations
2: with agents, with players, and other teams.
1: So pop open a Love Street Blonde or Hopadillo IPA and discuss all of the hot stove, wheeling, and dealing.
2: Astroline. Astroline presented by Carbach Brewing Company. That's certainly what we want to hear. And
1: if you're looking for a great place for a cold one, head on over to Carbach Brewing, where we're open seven days a week for lunch, dinner, and, of course, some great brews. So a crack one open, but cold locally brewed Carbach. Carbach Brewing, proud supporter of the Houston Astros.
3: With plenty of player interaction and warm weather, spring training is something every baseball fan needs to experience. So, see you later. Get to West Palm Beach and see your Houston Astros in action at the 15 Ballpark of the Palm Beaches. While you're here, don't miss our 20 craft breweries and 47 miles of beautiful beaches. Start planning your trip at thepalmbeaches.com for the best way to experience Florida.
4: Astro Line continues on a Thursday night. Astro Line presented by the Carbach Brewing Company right here from Plucker's Wing Bar on 1400 Shepherd in downtown Houston. We want to thank George Springer for being our guest tonight for the first three segments. Now we kind of shift gears to the Astros Golf Foundation, and we have the president of the Astros Golf Foundation joining us on the phone, Giles Kibby. Giles, a big day for the city of Houston, a big day for the Astros Golf Foundation yesterday at Memorial Park. Tell us about it. Yeah, it
6: was really exciting. You know, we've been working on this for a while, and 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 Really feel like we're uh, making uh, some great uh, steps with uh, Houston Golf and uh, and, and, and golf in the community. It's it's uh, it's going to be a, a phenomenal project. The uh, Houston Open is going to transform into a significantly different event, and uh, and ultimately we're going to move to Memorial Park and and really create an exciting atmosphere for everyone. You know, we, we, we see this as being kind of like a mini Houston livestock show and rodeo coming up. And uh, once we get into Memorial park, it's, it's really going to uh, be a lot of fun.
5: That's a good parallel prez. And uh, there's so much work to be done for charities and, and golf is certainly one avenue for doing that. And we know your plans are very large in that area.
6: Yeah. Uh, this is a great project for everyone. Uh, you know, we're uh, committed to the first tee for uh, $500,000 a year and then uh, building them a, a short course to, to at Memorial Park to have the kids uh, not only learn how to play golf but to uh, go through all the educational and uh, 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 life uh, learning experiences through the first tee program. And, and er, uh, in addition to that first team uh, contribution, everything that we raise is going to go into the Astros Foundation, which will continue to distribute money throughout the Houston community. So it, it's, uh, it's a very positive uh, thing for everyone in Houston.
4: 2019 Houston Open will be held right after the Astros' regular season, October 7th through the 13th. It will be at the Golf Club of Houston this year, and then next year will go to its new permanent home in Memorial Park. And, Giles, not only in this conversation, but I know yesterday in the press conference, the word fun and excitement uh, came up a lot. And it seems like ever since the Waste Management has kind of leaped to one of the top tournaments on the tour because they... It's the biggest party in Phoenix all year. A lot of different tournaments kind of are emulating them, and you want to enjoy your golf and be respectful, but you want to have people come out and have a good time. Is that how you see the Houston Open kind of morphing into something where it's an entertainment venue in addition to just watching the pure skill of the golfers on the PGA Tour?
6: Absolutely. We're going to have a, this is going to be about a lot more than golf. I mean, it's going to be uh, social activation, uh, concerts, uh, tailgating. Uh, you'll, you know, we'll be right at uh, football season, so there will be some tailgating involved. We're going to be in baseball playoffs, so the Astros uh, are going to be in the playoffs, and we're going to have some uh, uh, things to do with uh, the Astros and baseball, and some things at Minute made and the and the golf course. And uh, we're we're modeling waste management in Phoenix, uh, the Honda Classic in, in West Palm, mm-hmm. and, and like I said earlier, the Houston livestock show and Rodeo, You know. Everybody loves going to that, but uh, it's not only about the, the rodeo. It's about a lot of different things. So that's what we want it to be. That's, a, uh, that's the social atmosphere uh, and exciting event that we want.
5: And good sport, good competition with a $7.5 million purse, Giles. Looking down the road, can you allow yourself to do that as far as what you see developing in addition to all the revenues that will be brought into this city by this golf tournament. Uh, could there be more? Could there be a PGA down the road uh, for Houston or U.S. Open or something of that type?
6: Well, uh, PGA of America and the United States Golf Association are really uh, looking for uh, municipal golf courses, public golf courses. Uh, they, they like those stories, and, and they should. They're great stories. And so uh, what we're doing in, at Memorial Park uh, is is wonderful for uh, for the the average golfer, for the uh, public golfer, uh, the guy that plays at the city courses. I mean, they're going to be playing golf but uh, what I think will be the best course in, in Texas for you know forty dollars or thirty five dollars around. Uh, and that's a great story that uh, USGA and PGA America love that. They uh, they're starting to host a lot of events at places uh, like Harding Park. Um, for the PGA next year, best-takes Black uh, in New York for uh, upcoming U.S. Open. So uh, we know that Tom Doak is going to build a golf course that is going to have that type of quality, and we know the story's going to be uh, a great story. And and we know that uh, those events want to come to the fourth largest market in the country. So uh, we have a lot of we have lofty goals.
4: Final thing, Giles. Uh, Tom Doak, you mentioned Memorial Park Course Architect. Uh, turning a municipal course that people uh, have loved through the years and you're moving a lot of dirt trying to get it ready for a PGA Tour event. How different do you imagine this course is going to be for those people who are listening or here Pluckers who have played this course before to what it's going to be like when Tom's done his work?
6: Well the, the greens are going to shift around a little bit the cheese boxes will shift around a little bit the fairways are going to stay where they are uh, we're trying to move things closer to the ravines and the little tributaries that run throughout the south side of the golf course. And so uh, that's going to be a big, big part of this. And uh, uh, the things that people love about Memorial Park are going to be accentuated, and, and, and then we're going to try to create those same things on an area of the golf course that, that they don't exist now. So uh, so I think uh, every, the, the people that love Memorial Park are going to love it even more.
4: Giles, we can't wait to see the steps involved. I know you have Brooks Kepka, a friend of yours, involved as the PGA Tour representative, and he's giving advice for this tournament. And you're going to be extremely busy with both the Astros and uh, the Houston Open. And we thank you for your time tonight, and we can't wait to see how this thing progresses through the years and keeping this tournament here in Houston, which has been here since 1946. Thanks, Giles.
6: Yeah, thank you very much. We're really excited about it.
4: Stiles Kibbe joining us, the president of the Astros Golf Foundation. And, Brownie, you and I get out there on the links every once in a while. I have not played Memorial Park. You have been out there, and it's yes. going to be an exciting time to bring a PGA event within uh, the city limits here in Houston.
5: Yeah, you know, it, it does bring so much. And uh, you've got network TV, of course. You've got all the people who travel with golf. So uh, you just think about the hotels, the rental cars, the flights, everything that dovetails into having a major golf event, it's going to be really a positive for this city.
4: So that'll be starting on October 7th through the 13th. The 7th, 8th, 9th will be part of the Pro-Am time, and then the 10th through the 13th will be the tournament this year at the Golf Club of Houston, and they've been amazing during this transition next year and future years at Memorial Park. Brownie, we only have a couple minutes left in the show. As we sit here right now, we're basically a month away from the whole squad reporting Uh, down in West Palm Beach, and your thoughts, because it still seems like there could be some juggling with the roster even before we get to spring training.
5: You know, I heard this, and maybe you heard this too, on MLB Radio Network uh, two or three days ago, Todd. At that point, they reported that 179 free agents had signed with teams that leaves 360 more unsigned. Oh, wow. Is that crazy? That's crazy. So how in the world could you begin to analyze a team right now, knowing that a team might sign three or four free agents between now and the opening of spring training?
4: Now it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And the, the other topic I want to touch with on you uh, with you here is Marty Brenneman. a guy you were in the same division for a number of years. Uh, Your thoughts, because Marty has now announced, just as of yesterday, that this will be his last year with the Cincinnati Reds.
5: Love Marty Brenneman. I I happened to be in Cincinnati when they hired him. uh, Al Michaels had been the voice of the Reds on radio, and Marty came in from Tidewater where he had been doing AAA, so it was a major break for him. And uh, As you know, he's been uh, now the winner of the Ford Frick Award in the Hall of Fame for years. And I'm kind of surprised he continues to work through this season because when he was here in 16, he said that was going to be about it for him. But that shows you how difficult it is to leave one of these jobs, as you know.
4: Well, I am – and with you, I mean, the thing with Marty too is you guys, I I so appreciate the fact that you decided when you did, not just because I got the job, but going out <laughs> going out when you're at the top of your game because a lot of guys don't do that. And so that, that's respectful that you have done that and Marty's now doing that. And, uh Tip of the cap to both of you guys, and you mentioned Marty already winning Ford C. Frick. We've got to get you on that ballot, partner. I know. You've, you've had you've, you've had plenty of time. Thirty years with the Astros, and how many years with the Reds? Seven. So thirty-seven yeah. big league seasons. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna have to make a little grassroots promotion and get Bill Brown well,
5: on the Ford C. Frick Award ballot. Very nice of you, but I think. There are more deserving people, but no, nonetheless, nice not,
4: of you to mention. No, you're as humble as ever. <laughs> Brownie is always great working with you, partner. We'll see you soon. Right. Bill Brown, our co-host tonight, and George Springer was our special guest, thanks to Giles Kibbe, who joined us on the broadcast to talk about the 2019 Houston Open. Also want to thank Danny Ferris, he was here checking out social media. Lauren Blackwell, who was getting the questions from the audience. Steve Grand, who is here from the PR, and of course, our shooting stars and shuttle crew as well. Thanks to all the fans who showed up tonight on a big night here at Pluckers. We hope you enjoy the rest of your Thursday evening, and we will have more AstroLine one week from tonight as we continue on the Houston Astros Radio Network.
1: AstroLine. You've been listening to Sports Talk 790 Astroline, the Astros' official off-season show, presented by Carbach Brewing Company. Astroline on Sports Talk 790, home of the Strods.
3: Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend
0: doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.